0: Welcome to the show, this is episode 201 of the Boys of Tech, New Zealand's longest running tech podcast. My name is Edwin Herman, I'm joined over Skype by our most regular panellist, Brett King. Welcome to the show, Brett. Howdy. How are
1: you this week? Pretty good. You looking forward to the week ahead? Ah, uh, first full week back at work since my holiday.
0: Oh yeah, that's always a tough one. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's never... Multiple PC
1: replacements to do. It's going to be a busy week by the sounds. Yeah, yeah. Mind you, you know, bu- busy... <laughs> I didn't like the look of my week on Friday when I looked at my schedule. It was like, what? What? <laughs> what? Already? Already all of this? And I've only really just got back,
0: right? Exactly. Oh, I hate that. But in a, in a way, busy does make the hours go
1: fast. It does, but then it just makes you realise that all of the other things that you would have been doing that week have had to be put off for longer.
0: Yeah, now that's frustrating. That is very frustrating. Tell you what, let's start the show. Now, I will tell listeners now, this is going to be a short show because I've only found really three interesting stories. There are others, but there's not really a lot
1: to talk about. They're not worthy. No, they're not, not worthy, worthy. That's discussion. Right. They're not worthy. That's right. So they're not worth. we're uh, not gonna argue about them. They're not gonna be Yeah.
0: That's right. So I picked out these three. The first one is a rumour at this stage, but it's it's kind of covered by uh, two publications at least the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal. It's a rumor that Apple will be producing a wristwatch. A smartwatch. Wow. You you don't sound very impressed there, Brett. You don't you're not like, "Oh, that's awesome."
1: Well, it's probably because I haven't worn a watch since I I got a cell phone. Cuz my uh, cell phone is uh, always with me, and, and my cell phone tells me the time. You I think you're the same as
0: a lot of other people. A lot of other people. <laughs> I haven't worn a watch either since, <laughs> pretty much since uh there was a little bit of an overlap, but uh not long after I I got a cell phone, I really Haven't used a watch much because, as you say, your your mobile tells you the time and you carry it around all the time, don't you? Exactly. No pun intended there. And
1: what's the need? Well, what's the… Exactly. You walk down the street and you ask somebody the time. What do they do? They reach for their cell phone. Yeah, that's right. I've noticed that exactly. And the other, the other thing I do reach for
0: sometimes, depending on what I've got and where I am, is the iPod. I, I, a few times I've, well, in fact, qu- quite often when I'm going to work, I've got the iPod and I want to see whether I'm running late. I'll pull out the iPod, look at the time, and carry on walking. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So you know, uh, cell phones and portable we music players. So many other devices that tell us what the time is. A lot of people don't use watches anymore. Now you might
0: say that's uh, uh, you know bad for Apple, but you know what I say it's the opposite, and I say that because here's what I think: I think Apple knows this, and I think Apple are going to develop a watch that is more than just a watch that people will want on their wrist.
1: So something like a Pebble, yeah, the, the, okay. something like one of the myriad other smart watches that already connect to cell phones out there.
0: Yeah, there are there, are, there <laughs> well possibly. Uh, the people is one, you're right. Uh, that, mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. I did wonder, and this is complete you know, conjecture at this point, I did wonder whether they would somehow integrate it with some of the existing functionality in iOS or other iOS devices, such as you know, a, a music player, I don't know, maps so maybe. So
1: developing a device that eats into their own market share.
0: Well, you see, I I think Because it's not that's not
1: creating new market share.
0: Well, I don't know. I think Apple's strategy
1: does. They try to find a niche that is not going to eat into one of their other market shares. Whereas an MP three playing watch is going to eat into their own market share for iPods and a a smartphone watch is going to eat into their iPhones. But do you really think so? So I I don't see I don't see I don't see a niche that isn't going to take a big bite out of niches they already have.
0: So you're saying you can't see this uh, a market for this device that doesn't significantly overlap existing Apple products?
1: Or an independent iOS smart f- watch device that would provide anything that you did not already get from one of your other iDevices that you already have from Apple. Because the, the little smart watches that are out there at the moment are those little basically just... Extra ways of being notified of things that are happening on one of your other smart yeah, devices. Yeah, it
0: synchronizes. That's right. Which is exactly cool.
1: it's. It, it's smart, not in the fact that it itself is smart. It's smart in the fact that it is talking to something smart that is telling it things to tell you.
0: And certainly, that uh, functionality and might be something that Apple
1: does, but it's not. What you're saying is that's already out there, isn't it? it? It's. It's stupid. Because the, the rumors that are running around about this device is that it will run iOS. So what's the point of it giving you updates from another iOS device? Well, what if if what, how, or what they were coming out with was an iPhone watch, that I could see as being something interesting. But a smartwatch based on the same sort of smartwatches that already exist, I, I don't see the point.
0: Okay, what if I said Apple will get rid of the iPod Nano and it will become the iWatch? Then they might have a bit, because if you look at the iPhone iPod Nano, it's kind of like a little watch without a strap, and you can buy straps for them. And if they integrated other functions,
1: wouldn't that be a great thing? It would be better than a smart watch thing. It would be better than an Apple Pebble. Right. Okay. I see what you. I know what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Like <laughs> Apple's version
0: of the Pebble. Yeah.
1: All yeah, right. Apple, Apple getting into creating something that is the Apple version of the Pebble. I don't see the point. We've already got, we've already got those um, smart in finger quotes watches out there. Um, why would you get another one? Why would you need a, a, an Apple branded watch unless you were a big Apple fanboy? And that might be the only reason that you actually bothered to wear a watch again was so that you could prove that you were a total Apple fanboy um, because everybody else who isn't one would not be wearing the watch,
0: so a watch. I'm laughing You
1: Cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> and any other device would eat into market share that they already have unless, as you had suggested, they replace a current generation device with the next generation version of that device, which is watch-based. And the, the Nano, as you have said, is the, the perfect candidate for that.
0: Have you seen when this is rumoured to be out? Because I haven't really seen any any dates at the moment. I'm, I'm kind of wondering when, end of the year maybe? doesn't say really. I've not seen anything, have you, with
1: dates? No, I have seen nothing that says dates. We've seen tons of speculation onto, you know, what it might be made with Flexible Glass being the the, the One option Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of what this could be made out of. But, yeah, other than that, the, the the biggest part of this entire rumor thing is it's an iOS running watch.
0: Do you remember when the, those Casio calculator watches came out?
1: I do. You had to be super geeky to wear one. Yes. Were they ever that Back, useful? It was quite as chic as it is now.
0: Were they ever that useful? Did anyone actually use a calculator when they needed to use it? Probably not. I don't think I've seen one being used. Yeah, it would have been
1: such a pain to use. The buttons were tiny. Oh, they were. You needed a pinhead to... Yeah, yeah. To, to punch them in. So so if you were a, a geeky person and had one, you either were a geeky person who had nails, who could push the little buttons, because if you didn't have nails, there's no way your, your fat finger was going to be able to push the buttons. <laughs> no, that's right. Or you were going to be using one of the pens from your pocket to push the buttons from your pocket then, protector inside the pocket pocket <laughs> protector, yeah, exactly. And, and if you were geeky enough to have one, you probably already had a more powerful calculator. Anyway, the scientific one, yeah, in yep. your bag. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. But you did see that they were in the movies a lot on the the geeky or tech character in lots of movies. Oh, is that the, right? You would see the, the <laughs> you, It was part of the the Ensemble For that The geeky type of character In a lot of movies In the 80s was. I guess that makes sense <laughs> He's gonna have glasses He's gonna have A Casio calculator watch <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did you ever have one? No No They were really expensive Yeah I never had one either Yeah they, they were a, They were very Very expensive at the time all right anyway there's a little bit uh, a little trip down memory lane.
1: Now, ne- next story we got oh, um, is that what you're thinking this might be a an an Apple iOS calculator watch. Oh no no no. I think no way.
0: I think that would be a huge mistake. I think you know that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh come <laughs>
1: that, on. That would be a flop. Like, calculator watch be like, "Hey Siri, what's 5 5?" Five? And Siri would be going like, <laughs> "Hey, we well, oh, won't well, well, understand your accent. What, what is- was <laughs> what was five plus chips? What?
0: <laughs> Look, actually, you've just touched on something. Siri is the other things they they could be integrating in this.
1: Indeed, indeed. There's been lots of speculation as this is going to be one of the the massive revolutions in finger quotes of user interface design that that Apple has pioneered in all of you know many of their other forms. But yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing what it is, more out of curiosity than anything else.
1: You're not gonna, you're not gonna pre-order it before you know what it is. Oh
0: no, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. No, you might think I'm a fanboy, Brett, but I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look. Anyway, we'll move on to story number two of three. Our second story this week is a company called Rembrandt Social Media. According to them, they claim that they have the patent for the like button. And so they've decided to sue Facebook for, goodness knows how much.
1: Indeed. Well, well, they do have the patent for the, the like button because it was awarded to uh, Dutch programmer Johan Josef Everardus van der Meer in 1998. That was a
0: very, so that's quite a lot of prior art. <laughs> that, that was a very, very good effort there, Johan. Johannes Jozef Everardus. Just for Johan's. Johannes Josef Everardus Vandermeer. Very good. I like it. Uh, you've practiced that. I haven't. Uh, yeah. Any- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh,
1: that guy. Yeah. Just, so, the, Just the new Edwin. You just have to admit it.
0: <laughs> wonder why they waited this long to bring the lawsuit. Uh, money. Yeah, that's what it must be. Eh? They're waiting for peak Facebook. Indeed. Or at least, uh, you know,
1: a high enough value I that makes it worthwhile suing. Indeed. And when they get an environment that is going to support the patent.
0: Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one because if it's pretty clear that they, they, they have the patent, basically it's either cease and desist or pay us a license fee.
1: Exactly. But it's not only cease and desist for Facebook, it's cease and desist or pay us a license fee for pretty much every social media that exists. Well, that they they, they uses like. Like functionality
0: well is it is it the word like Does it have to be like I haven't looked at the patent itself or whether it's uh any button such as follow on Twitter don't know yeah so we have to look at the patents <laughs> on Google yeah or plus on Google so I guess it depends what the patent reads so Facebook apparently declined to comment mm-hmm. so they're not saying they're nah, keeping stumm yep yeah but they'll they'll
1: talk in court oh, well,
0: court yeah they'll fight it obviously won't they Oh, well,
1: yeah. It'll need to be an out-of-court settlement. Facebook would put tons of money and lawyers behind shooting down this patent. And whichever way it winds up, it's just another crazy patent thing. Yeah, you're not a fan of these
0: sorts of patents, are you?
1: Uh, I'm not a fan of silly patents, no. I'm not a fan of being able to patent a word or how to use a word. Oh, what about Trying the out what, what, what it, if it's-, it's, it's our language. We use yeah, but words it words all might the not, time.
0: It might not be about the word. It might be about the functionality, the concept behind it, i.e. one person indicating a connection of some sort to a published item.
1: And you could say that without there being prior art? Yes, yeah, I, I don't know how some like of these come here. about. Yeah, I know. Especially ones where people will patent this this magical, mysterious way of doing something on the internet and they'll be like, oh, we've, we're patenting the idea for how you do this thing on the internet. And then you stop and you think and you go, but there's prior art in, in, in people in the Middle Ages liking other people's stuff and upvoting them by not throwing tomatoes at them when they were in the stocks. Uh, isn't that a kind of like? It is kind of, when you think about it. So, so isn't that prior art to, to that idea of what you're trying to get? But the yeah, concept I, think, I know. It, I, I don't know it, how some ridiculous. of these painters get through. Like, how can you paint in the concept that existed for, f- it's not only existed forever, it's a, a f- fundamental thing, which is why we have a word for it. It's like, holy shit. I think I just used up our entire PG rating. Right
0: in the word. <laughs> you did. You said the word. I can bleep you out. How's that? <laughs> I'll go and find that uh, one kilohertz tone to, to overlay, mm-hmm. which is the same as the BBC Pips, by the way. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? We could, did, Were you there when we covered the story about the BBC Pips? No, those are the pips that are uh, the six pips that start at five to the hour and finish on the hour. Oh. Um, the, you know, uh, and the, what they have right before they do the news? Yeah, yeah, that's right. They do it. It's just before the news. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. fact, you know what? I'll tell you. I'll see if I can play them. There's an official pip specification. There is the length of the pip, the frequency, the, the length, length of, of each pip. pip, the gap between each, and the the duration. The first five are a certain duration, and the last one is a. A slightly longer duration, so yeah, there's specifications for these things. Take a listen to the BBC pips. I think I think I've got a recording here. Those are the BBC pips, and they have a specific. They have got a specification, as I said, and I think there was a. a, a, uh, I'm sure we covered this. On the show, or was I? It was this some other show. I can't remember. But there was the generator for these BBC Pips. In fact, if you, there's a Facebook page, I think on this, uh, sorry, not Facebook. I'm getting mixed up. A Wikipedia page. There probably is a Facebook page as well. But there's a Wikipedia page on the machine that generates or used to generate the Pips, and it's like a huge, uh, you know, it takes up half a room, sort of thing.
1: <laughs> cool. Yeah, it, it's it's kind. And of... is it's entire purpose just to make those Pips?
0: Yes, that's exactly what it is. That's the only thing it does. In fact, they're they're official, a
1: couple of
0: beep beeps. the official that, that people colloquially call them the BBC pips, but it's actually the Greenwich time signal. It's obviously used by BBC Radio, and so people call them the BBC pips. But if you're looking for this on Wikipedia, it's called the Greenwich time signal. And uh, uh, there's there's a great photo of the uh, of the machine that generates or that used to generate these pips. What do you reckon? How's that? T- can how's can that you see that?
1: Of- it's it's huge, isn't it? It's quite big, but it's not half a room. It's like a wall.
0: Okay, I exaggerated. But it is kind of, yeah, it's like a a full wall, isn't it? Indeed. Indeed. And that machine generates... The height of the, a man. Yeah. And, and so this thing generates these, or used to generate these pips on the hour, every hour, 24 hours a day. Mm. And in fact, the my little radio station still runs these pips every every hour. Every hour, mm-hmm. these pips play. Neat. Anyway, I don't know how we got onto that. I oh, this right because of the uh, profanity filter. Exactly. Yes. I think it runs. I. He <laughs> <shit. laughs> said it again. That's. A yep. th- I'm going to have to find another beep to put on there. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on. And the last story, number three of three, and then that's the end of the show. I'm afraid it's going to be a short show this week. Brett, I know you're going to love the story. A man by the name of Ian Driscoll put a profile pic on Facebook of action man because he kind of thought. He resembled Action Man, or that Action Man resembled him, whichever way you look at it. Anyway, in the mm-hmm. background of this photo is a mortar, toy mortar, admittedly. Mm-hmm. But it's there in the photo, and it is spotted yep. by the authorities who then conduct a police raid on his house. Armed with guns and a search warrant, they entered. Really? Lucky he was home because they were going to break down his door. Yeah, they saw that and they thought, why has he got that in his house?
1: Yeah, yeah, because it, it's it's so obviously real when it's standing next to Action Man, who is uh, a certain number of inches high, who is standing next to a television remote control, a PlayStation 2 in the background, and a VGA plug. All of them giving you quite a good Perspective. scale know, reference to the fact that this mortar is... It's wincy and obviously not real. I know, it's, it's
0: about, this. you can fit it in your hands, right? It, it's, it's tiny, it, it's, a, it's yeah. a model, it's, it's, tiny a, it's a toy. tiny and it's
1: plastic. And but they thought it was yeah. real and they raided his house. They thought it was real and they raided his place. And yeah, yeah. The, the funniest part about this is the fact that he actually put that as his profile picture like a month before he got raided.
0: Apparently, someone actually dobbed him in. Someone, well, someone's not. I shouldn't say dobbed him in, but someone reported that obviously dobbed him in.
1: Well, I (laughs) mean, oh my god, he's got a mortar in his home. Well, and then the police looked at it and obviously have no idea how to um, look at perspective and scale in a picture. I know Uh, this is bizarre. And raided him, and yeah, but the picture's still there. Uh, (laughs) Of course, (laughs) why should he take
0: it down? It's a picture of a toy. A representative for the Gloucester police told the Mail, "We are sure that the community would rather we acted quickly on information given to us of this nature, in case it had turned out to be a weapon."
1: And you know, Um, um, actually, no, it does not give me. (laughs) It does not give me peace of mind that the police are acting on toys, um, because it means that you put up a picture of something that vaguely in the corner looks like a tube and a bit and the police are going to raid you because you've got a mortar.
0: Look, I, I know what you're saying. I think <laughs> I, but you, you know what they're trying to say. They're trying to say it's better to be safe than sorry and I think no one would ever disagree with that. But you're right. Oh, I, I don't know
1: how this... People would yeah. disagree with that. Really? The whole privacy stuff on the internet is is about people giving up freedom for perceived security. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, but that's an
0: argument over whether we're talking whether it is better to be safe. Is it really safer, or is it just an excuse? And that's it's that's not, a mate. well, I know. It, well, it's well, that's umpt- the that's a, that's the argument. Down but
1: the guys, door possibly shooting him before they realise it's a tiny, tiny plastic toy and they've overreacted.
0: I think it's hilarious,
1: really. It, isn't that why the that uh, the Brazilian boy after July Fourth bombings got shot in the head? Because the police overreacted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, that was very sad. Yeah. Police overreacting is not something to pass off as being, oh, we better be, we'd rather be safe than sorry. It's no. <laughs> no. We don't have to give up privacy or overreaction uh, for security. We don't. Well, I love the
0: story. I think it's hilarious. you got to laugh. I think it is. And look, so as well. the police eventually did see the funny side. Well, I uh, hope they'd let him go <laughs> Well, yeah, of course they did But yeah, it's uh, Anyway, there you go I'll leave you with that story And, that and I hope has- they don't charge him for the call out <laughs> Well, it wasn't he who
1: Obviously reported it But uh, look, anyway oh, no, no. <laughs> He wouldn't report himself no, They sent a bill for, for armed defenders' squad Dusting down his door and <laughs> Oh, yeah. I see police utilisation of equipment for a, a non-emergency. They send him the bill and he gets the awesome explanation of you shouldn't have put that on your Facebook you, uh, page.
0: You're incredibly cynical. Uh, they will not, they, there will be no bill. No one's going to going going to. to charge him for that. Uh, I'm out to be cynical. We've got three stories to talk about. <laughs> uh, look, this uh, is a sign... For, that, no, this for is me to rant about, for crying out loud. <laughs> this is a sign we need to end the show something. here. No, it's a sign we need to end the show here. We've we, we've done the three stories. This is it. If we stay on any longer, it's just going to go to ramblings. So i tell you what, Brett, let's call this an episode and we'll end it there. Brett, want to thank you very much for co-hosting. Always a pleasure.
1: Always a pleasure
0: to ramble along with you. <laughs> Ditto. All right, that concludes episode 201. Thank you very much for listening. We'll do it all again next week. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.